0: Daniel R. Budnick. You can call me Dan. Welcome to Friends of Frankenstein. This is a minute-by-minute podcast. It's covering Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80, both from 1973. One of them very American, one of them very Italian. And we'll be going through these two uh, movies in tandem, minute-by-minute and uh we're gonna start off uh, well let me, let me let me just start off tell you tell you uh, uh real quick uh, um my uh, my experience with these movies i've done several other minute by minute podcasts one minute with night of horror and uh minute to dismember one minute of blood lake and iced one minute with european zombie circa 1980 which was covering zombie lake and burial ground uh the last slumber party minute um and the last one I did was Pieces and Pieces, a minute-by-minute-ish podcast, where I went through pieces, uh, J.P. Simon's pieces, in segments rather than minutes. But we're going back to minutes for this. And um, uh, Blackenstein is a movie that you, I think I first read about probably in like the uh, Golden Turkey Awards or something like that. I uh, saw a picture of the main you know, monster and um, had to see it, had to see it. Uh, and eventually I got myself a... Uh, I first probably saw it in the early 90s. I got myself a VHS tape about 20 years ago. I think the media, media home video cassette, and uh, had D V D R of it about ten years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago for the tape. About ten years ago, I saw it in the theater on a double feature with uh, Doctor Black and Mr Hyde, or Doctor Black and Mr White. What's it called? Doctor I think it's Doctor the Watts Monster. I think it's Doctor Black and Mr Hyde at the uh, New Beverly um, Theater in in uh, in Los Angeles here. And I love it. I think it's a great time. And Frankenstein 80 was a film I just read about in uh, Phil Hardy's Encyclopedia of Horror Movies, and it sounded interesting. And I rented the old um, Is a Gorgon video, big box with the um, the shot of mosaic, the big bald Frankenstein monster, like with a huge like like a femur or something covered with blood. And it's like this is the best movie ever. Well, it had some terrible panning and scanning in it, and um, I believe it was edited in some fashion. But you could tell that it was just a sleazeball experiment. I mean. When they do the testicle transplant, you know you're in a certain special place, all your own. And so uh, I just, I just love these two. And I think uh, a while ago, um, this, this, these minute by minutes I do are based off of a podcast I used to do called Dan's Drive and Double Feature. I think I only did about 13 episodes of those where I'd pick double features, sometimes real double features, like say Axe and the Child. Or um, uh, uh, Chris the headless Horseman, Carnival of Blood, and sometimes things that I thought should would work together nicely, like Demon Witch Child and Beyond the Door, or Warhawk Tanzania's, Tanzania's, two films, Force 4 and Devil's Express. This was one I did together. I did an hour long episode talking about these. This is going to be more in depth and uh so i i guess i guess enough of my yak in here let's let me let me dive right in we're going to start off with blackenstein since normally um the way i do these is if they if if i'm covering ones that came out in different years i so we're gonna start off covering blackenstein sometimes we'll start with blackenstein sometimes we'll start with frankenstein 80 it'll be it'll be a whim It'll be a surprise. It'll be something joyous, enjoyous that you can listen to, enjoy. It'll be enjoyment or joyous was what that was. It'll be enjoyous to you, not injurious, enjoyous. So we're starting off here with Blackenstein, and I am watching the Severin Blu-ray. I do own the VHS tape, and I was thinking of watching it off of the VHS tape because I will be focusing on the video, home video version, which is the much longer, well, nine minutes longer version rather than the theatrical and I'll, I will talk about that probably in this in this segment although I, m- I might save that I might save my theatrical versus video viewing uh, original viewing story for uh, a later episode depends on how long I, I talk here we are using, I'm using the Severn Blu-ray which I'm very happy to say I have a quote on the back of the Bleeding Skull quote on the back of the Blackenstein Blu-ray is mine hooray, toot toot that's my horn, that was me tooting it And so what we're going to do is we're watching the home video version, which is, and here's timed at 87 minutes and five seconds. And we are beginning 30 seconds in. Uh, There's a Xenon pictures logo that starts about 25 or so, 25, 26 seconds. in. I'm starting at 30 seconds in. Well, the, the whole thing begins with a note from Severin saying that some of the, the home video inserts come from one inch sources. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't want to include that in the timing of the movie. Uh, so we're starting at 30 seconds. The Xenon Pictures logo is already up. So if you're looking at it going, Dan, the Xenon Pictures logo has already started. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, so we are going to start from 30 seconds and go from there. And one of the things I'm going to do as I can throughout this is when I talk Blackenstein, not only I'm going to talk about what happens in a minute, but when there are differences in the theatrical, I will bring those up. Uh, so so basically the way the Blackensteins go the Frankenstein 80s is just going to be me freeform blue sky and over the minute whereas the Blackensteins will usually start off with me saying what the difference is between the minute on the home video version and the theatrical version and then going from there Most of this first minute is credits I mean actually in, in fact on the um, uh, theatrical version the whole minute is credits uh, so let me I'm gonna play you I'm gonna play you the minute note um, I do not have um mp3 files of the audio from these two movies so you're going to hear uh me doing uh, something a little old-fashioned thing i put the movie uh on my tv put the microphone by the speaker turned it up and recorded so that's what you're hearing so this sound isn't you know the, the sound in neither of these neither 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 of these movies is great but uh but just remember when you're hearing the voices when you're hearing the minutes from here on in it is all um just me recording it right off the tv just because i i don't have mp3 files i'm having trouble with my laptop and duh. listen to this minute one of the home video version of blackenstein beginning with a couple seconds of the xenon pictures logo and then going into the movie itself <laughs> I'm just going to mention the theatrical version uh, real quick. Uh, the theatrical version for the first minute, uh, it begins immediately with the Frank R. Salitari credit, followed by the Ted Tetrick production of, and then you see the the main house in the uh, I think it's a mansion up like in the Hollywood Hills, and then gradually this ectoplasmic green stuff rises from the bottom, and then before the minute first minute of the theatrical ends, including the Xenon logo, um, uh, you don't see the title of the movie yet. But that's that that's how the the theatrical begins. the The video version begin, and there's also oh forgive me, there's also a um, there's a logo on the video version for distributed by Prestige Pictures Releasing Corporation Prestige Pictures. We release Blackenstein, the Black Frankenstein the The home video version begins with about uh, doesn't have the prestige pictures um, thing on it, probably because um. It was the video version, and it wouldn't have had the distributor's um, logo at the front of it. And it begins with about 30 seconds or so of just random footage of Dr. Frankenstein and his assistant and the monster on the table covered in the white sheet. You see all the Kenneth Strickfaden equipment around them, and it's sort of... um, um, uh, double exposed, you know, overlaid shots of um, like close-ups of the equipment panning by as they're doing their stuff, and it's all very um, frenetic, frantic, um, and it goes, and the music's playing, and whoa, you just heard it right there, and then it uh, goes into the Frank R. solitary, You don't see the the Ketrick production credit, which is odd or is not odd, I I, I don't know. It I mean, it's funny that for uh, this version of the the video version of the movie is. Sh- sh- Stretching it out and stretching it out as much as as much as possible, um, and yet they don't include that. Why not include that? That's a couple extra seconds that would help you stretch it out. But then, and then it's the it, with the exception of the the, the that Ted Ked Ked. Ted Tetrick Ted Ketrick production credit the the rest of the same you see this house with these two sort of statues like angelic angelic statues on either side of this house. The house looks rather cartoonish or it's like a matte painting or something and then right at the, at the at the end of the minute the ectoplasmic green stuff starts to float up from the bottom so so that's the first minute um I think dramatically the video version bests. The, the theatrical Because the theatrical, you know, right after the the thing You get Frank Arcel Terry Ted Ketrick, you know, you basically get Ah, look how important I am And check out how important this guy is You know, whereas the, the 30 seconds of just this random stuff With the Frankenstein stuff, you know, like reassures you uh, That, yep, this is that's de- this is Definitely Frankenstein country And the fact that you see Dr. Frankenstein There, and he was played by An old white guy, but his assistant Is a young uh, African American woman and then presumably, Blackenstein is under the sheet. That that that's a little that's a little that's that's a that's a mix we we didn't normally get in the Frankenstein film. So that's a little extra. Plus, seeing the um, seeing the uh the equipment, um, if you're familiar with it, you like it gives you a sense of ah. Sort of So it's kind of a, It's it's kind of a, I, I, I like it as an opening A lot of the things That the home video version does I can't particularly say I stand by um, But this is, is kind of A little bit better Than just the names Popping up And it only goes on For 30 seconds It's a, it's a little t- I mean obviously This hasn't happened yet This this is footage from Much later in the movie Like you know um, Troma uh, Taking footage Of the confederate Zombies coming to life In Curse of the Screaming Dead And putting them At the beginning Of Curse of the Cannibal Confederates, kind of thing, and um, so we'll see as we go along. I'll be hopping back and forth. Um, I recently did a, a commentary with uh, the great Amanda Reyes hey! um, uh, for uh, the TV movie Night Terror with um, with uh, Valerie Harper, and the version most people have seen of that is the home video sort of cable broadcast version. Whenever it pops up on TV, which is ninety minutes, but the original version was seventy three and we did our commentary for the 73-minute version, and one of the things I did was compare and contrast the two of them. And it's interesting, to, I mean, obviously, when when you're... Exp- it's not a director's cut, per se. It's a, we put back in everything we had cut. Sort of like... Um, uh, and I, I imagine the Blackenstein is like that too And I was going to say um, to, to go to TV again The Five Doctors The 20th anniversary 1983 uh, special of Doctor Who The Five Doctors was a 90 minute special Is a heck of a lot of fun And then about 10 or so years after um, It aired Maybe longer they, they put on VHS in an extended version Which is about 12 minutes longer And the director himself on a commentary Has said like what why did they put that back in there? And they, they just literally put in... It looks like everything that they cut out. It, lo- it looks like they were shooting for a 90-minute time slot. It was 102 minutes. They cut out 12 minutes of stuff. Now they put it all back. And it's just... Some of it's redundant. Some of it doesn't make sense and night terrace does that too it has it has some scenes some scenes that are interesting some scenes that aren't some scenes that that kind of change the characters the main character slightly and some scenes which are just hey you want to watch her pull out of a gas station there she goes she pulls up there she looks both ways it's very hershey gordon lewis she's going to the right she's going to the left oh she's going to the left let's follow her there she goes up the street that happens twice in the extended version of night terror and blackenstein i believe we're going to see stuff like that too where um it's instead of uh instead of um you know when someone gets up and says well i'm leaving you know normally it would cut you know you'd cut to them in the car or cut to them arriving at the next place they're going to or something but in the extended version you would get them going out the door getting in their car, driving away, nothing that you need to see. So I'm, if I remember correctly, Blackenstein will have a bunch of that and I'm excited to talk about that. But at the moment that's really all that happens in the first minute of, of Blackenstein. Some credits the we get we get the producer credit uh, we see the house, we see the ectoplasmic stuff rising, and in the home video version we get 30 seconds of sort of chaotic around the, the monster stuff. They don't really seem to be doing anything, they just seem to be moving around the monster a lot. Um, not choreographed per se, but just moving around, so so that's the first minute of Blackenstein Again, home video version, folks And we are beginning, as I said, around 30 seconds in Just to make it easier for me uh, When I go through I could have waited until after the uh, the xenon explosion But that was like 37 or 38 And I thought, Dan, just take an even take an even number So, uh, yeah, that, that is the first minute of Blackenstein Now we are going to hop to Frankenstein 80 Minute one We are going to Hamburg, I believe Is where we are i think is an italian film same year uh, around 1973 and uh what we are going from i was watching a S- the Severn blu blu-ray there and now i'm going to a german blu-ray of frankenstein 80 which took me a hell of a long time to get but we are going to start with minute one of frankenstein 80 which i believe begins with uh, we're inside somebody's cars they're driving down the road listen to this declares he's ready to use the serum on the first transplant case brought to him, Berlin. both kind of clumsy movies in some some respects this um this this minute is a lovely clumsy opening to that the first 40 to 50 i'm starting 10 seconds in because the the i have the german blu-ray of Frankenstein, and the first 10 seconds is a german card uh, title card that i think says some of the lines of certain certain images were taken from a video uh take video inserts as as far as i can as far as my german goes so the first minute basically is um, a shot yeah, uh, in a car on a road, driving, listening to the radio, and that thing about Professor Schwartz and his anti-lymphatic serum, which will stop any organs from uh, being rejected after transplants. And then the last 10, 15 seconds or so, um, you see a full moon. You see, We're in Hamburg, apparently. Uh, I could go for one. Shut up. And we see a moon and we see a woman with like a bag of groceries going up some steps in some really dark place. And then as she kind of rounds a corner, you hear something grabs at her. She screams. That's the end of the minute. Why why do I love this minute? Uh, For the same reason I love the movie. There's no there's no goofing around. You know, who is this woman going up steps? I don't know, but she's about to get murdered and probably in a gruesome fashion Um, Where are we? Where is she? Who knows? Why is she going up this horribly dark and scary looking staircase in the middle of the night with the full moon out? I don't know. Why do we cut from this shot of this person whose face we don't see in this car, um, who we spend more time watching them adjust the gears of their car and changing... To turning dials on the radio, we see them do anything else. That seems to be the middle of the day, and then suddenly we cut to the middle of the night with this lady doing some late night shopping. The information that we're given over the radio is important, and I think in the original, I have to look at my, um, I'll have to look at my old uh, DVD-R copy from the VHS. But I think in the, um, the film is 166, so it's not, it's not terribly, the pan scan. There isn't a lot of pan and scanning. Most of the time, they just crop to the center of the frame, which means the edges of the frames are missing, um, which can be very annoying, especially when you try to read credits. It's also the old VHS, the Gorgon VHS, was very dark. And I'm wanting to say that, but I will, I will check the VHS again, because I forget that this happens when we see... We, like I said, we don't see the face of the person driving. They have their left hand on the steering wheel and their right hand is doing the switching of everything and stuff like that. When it was the old dark VHS, I don't think I noticed it and I'm not 100% sure I'm noticing it right now, but it looks to me like the person who's driving is missing all the fingers on their right hand, except maybe their thumb. It's a little tough to see because, well, you don't see fingers. You, but I think you can see part of a thumb, and you can see when he's gear shifting and and changing the dials. It looks like it's 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 a little more it's a little slightly difficult to do. But but it's weird because you it's 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 just a weird moment because you're you're inside the car with this person. Occasionally you're seeing them uh, exterior of them driving, but you're inside of the car listening to their radio with them, and the radio is saying important stuff that you kind of need to know. But at the same time you're sitting there going. Is that guy's hand okay? I think he's missing all all of his fingers. Is he? No, he's got a thumb. I I think it's right. Isn't he? He's moving. He's moving so fast, and like the camera's in the seat next to him, and it's kind of shaky. It's not the best. It's not the best setup. And it's sort of like, why? What's going on? What What, what should we be? I mean, is this like a Zucker abram Zucker film? Where should I be? Should I be paying paying attention to what's in the foreground, or, or something goofy going on in the background? You know, I can't. I can't tell should I be is the fact that this man seems to be missing the fingers and he's hearing about the or well the f- f- fingers organs fingers aren't organs, fingers are what are fingers I don't know is he is he is he listening because he wants to get new fingers put on or i it's 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 just weird that instead of just having like someone forgive me. Um, just having like someone with two hands with ten fingers just driving and changing and listening to the thing. You have someone who seems to be missing all the fingers, but but their thumb, and who seems to have some trouble shifting gears and things. So you're sitting there going, "Ooh, wow! Does that hurt? Oh no! Are you? Oh gosh! Wow! What is that? And and you and you end up missing what they're saying. And it's it's a strange it's a strange choice, and I'm sure it will come into play later on. But when you see it right there, it kind of it sort of sets a, I don't, not a sleaze precedence but sort of a you, you could have just you know shown the two hands but instead you have someone missing the fingers on their hand. so there's a question how are they missing the fingers how are they who are they what's going on where are they going what does this have to do with the Schwartz serum that they're talking about and it's just like it, it adds an element of it, it throws you off a little because you do spend or I spent a portion of the scene not listening to what was being said and looking at the hand which i guess is the point because the hand is kind of featured in the in the thing and you're like what what why, why? it'll all be explained i guess so so this is, this is pretty straightforward we get some basic information about the schwartz serum which would be important a person who's sort of missing four fingers is driving somewhere or other and notice the the way when the report is done it's sort of the editing goes mental. Did, did you see that? Like the last three or four shots, it's like, he's over here. We're over here. There's his car. Now he's over here. Now he's turning. Now, yeah, so where, where are we going? What's happening? What's going on? And then it immediately cuts to the woman on the staircase and the moon. like, where are we now? What's going on? And then she's getting strangled and screaming a second later. And yeah, this is, this is the way this movie goes, folks. Yeah, Blackenstein, especially the video version, goes a bit slower. But yeah, Frankenstein 80 is just a screwballery. So let us, let me wrap it up there. That's the first minute of this. And I will tell you about the Frankenstein 80 review next time. So this was episode one, covering minutes one of Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80 of the Friends of Frankenstein minute-by-minute podcast. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, Next time, we'll be covering minute two. Uh, I can promise two things. I think credits and gore. Let's do it. Listen to this. (laughs)